Hello, this is Zandi Hicks. This podcast is called Bold, Brave, and Daring because, well, that's already inside of you. You can choose to be bold, brave, and daring every day of your life. And this podcast teaches you how to walk through life with God, Him showing you how to become bold, brave, and daring. This podcast is like letters from God Himself. So stay tuned because I know that He wants to speak right to you. Hey everyone, so excited to be here today. Um, Today I want to talk about friendship 2.0 because I already talked about friendship with my friend Summer, but today I really want to talk about the routines of friendship. So if you're an introvert or tend to be more of a homebody, I mean COVID made all of us stay home and be homebodies. (laughs) But even if that's your personality, we all need people and we all need friendships and relationships. We need to be with people in person. We need phones down, looking eye to eye, having good conversations. It helps you to keep growing, to bounce ideas off of people, and to catch up on life or just share your struggles and victories. I mean, friendships really are a lifeblood to us. I mean, Jesus starts his ministry, and the first place that he did a miracle was at a wedding. We know he went to events like weddings, and I mean, that was huge in their culture was a wedding. I mean, it lasted days. And then the next step he did was to find some disciples and people to follow him. And I'm like, okay, Jesus, step one, he's going to find some friendships and some people to walk through life with and to go through life with and to walk through battles with and show them who God is. And the glory of himself. So I want to talk about the routines of friendship today. Um, Two verses I want to share on friendship. And then I'll talk about some of my and then me and my husband's routines to keep friendships healthy. So Galatians 6, 1 and 2 says, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Verse 2 says, share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. I definitely think this is such an important verse about caring for each other and sharing each other's burdens and helping someone who's going through a crisis, a tragic situation, or something really hard, whatever it may be, even though you may not have walked through it yourself, just walking with that person through it. And asking the Holy Spirit really like, what should I say right now? Should I say anything? Should I stay quiet? And he'll tell you. A lot of times the Holy Spirit will just say, just just stop. And that person will keep talking. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. They, I don't know if they would have opened up with that if I had kept going. Or if I'd given them advice. I think a main thing is don't give people advice when they're sharing their heart. Unless they ask for it. Or if you say, hey, um, do you want advice or do you just want someone to listen? Because I can be either one, but I want to help you carry this burden because that's what we're called to do as believers. And I want to help you walk through this situation the best I can. And I've talked about empathy before, but just really what does that person need and what does empathy look like for them in this season and asking them. Hey, what does that look like for you right now? Do you need 
someone to help you clean your house? Do you need someone to watch your kids? Do you need someone to hold your hand? Do you need just some coffee? Do you need just a listening ear? Do you just need someone just to sit here with you on the couch and be in this hard stuff with you? That is really sharing each other's burdens and helping the person carry that, but not taking on the stress yourself and not taking on um, their life situation as your own. I think that there's such a balance there. And I I definitely talked about that on the empathy episode, but just wanted to recap that. Another verse says, um, 1 Thessalonians 5.11, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Pretty self-exclamatory. Encourage one another and build one another up. This definitely looks like in friendship when your friend comes to you and they have an idea or your spouse or your parents or siblings, whoever it is. I have been guilty of this, but... When Zach comes to me, my husband, and says he has this awesome idea, my first thought is all the what-ifs. But if I go back to this verse and it says, encourage one another and build one another up, well, I need to build him up. I don't need to tell him, like, what if this goes wrong, what if this goes wrong. Just say, I believe in you, and I think that's an awesome idea, and let them do it. Now, if there's genuine concerns or if it's like a bad money decision and you just feel in your spirit, it's like, you know, like, look out, then you need to speak up in a gentle way, but also encourage the person and saying like, I'm really grateful that you thought of that. Um, A friend comes to you with a new business proposition. It's like, I'm so grateful that you thought of that. Um, I've had situations where um, I've had a friend who wanted me to start a Bible study and it wasn't the right season in life for me. It was too chaotic. And I was like, honestly, I'm not going to put the time into this that I need to. And so I said, honestly, I would love to do that, but I can't right now. I maybe next year when things settle down with trying to find a house and figuring out job situation and that kind of thing. But in the meantime, I would love to get together for coffee or something, that kind of thing, instead of just squashing their idea. Like, no, I I don't think I can do that. It's just encouraging them in that. Like maybe you should start a Bible study with a friend of of yours and just, or maybe you should find an older mentor to help you and they can start a Bible study with you, show you how to do it, and then you can teach a Bible study. Something like that that would be encouraging and it would uplift them, but then at the same time, it's not putting you in a situation where you're feeling pegged down. Then this last verse I want to read to you about friendship is Romans 12.10. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. I love that. Outdo one another in showing honor. I think that is important for any kind of friend that you have or family member, spouse, whoever it is, that relationship. Definitely outdo each other in showing honor. Man, that's such a good verse, but that's a commandment too. So... I shared the verses. Now I want to share out with you how these routines of friendship show up in my life and then my husband and I's life together. So we have one of our routines to keep friendships healthy and fulfilling is we have a weekly dinner with three of our friends. The one couple is dating and then it's a single guy. And I love that we all get together. We have dinner each week because We bounce ideas off of each other. We bounce business ideas off of each other. We play games. We catch up. We laugh. We make dinner together. And then we all sit around and have dinner together. And it's just, it's always such a fun time. We're always experimenting new recipes and 
just enjoying being together. I think that is so vital. It's something that we look forward to every week and same for them because we know there's something that we're coming together mutually with and we know it's going to be fruitful and life-giving and just fun. You need some fun in your life. <laughs> Another one of our friendship routines is once a month we get together with our life group at church and that is super fun. It's like four married couples so we get to be in a setting every week with our friends that aren't married yet and then a single guy and then we also once a month get together with four married couples and that that dynamic is super cool as well because all of them are in a different stage of life. They all have kids and they're all around the same age. They're all around the same time married as us but it's just, it's so neat to be able to get together and share what's been going on in our lives, talk about the sermon that week, and then just share what God has been doing in our lives. It's truly life-giving to get to know other people. And I mean, I've always been that way. I don't know if there's anybody else out there. I've always been like, okay, what's this person's story? And I want to figure out who they are and what they're like. And some people, that takes a lot more time. Some people, it takes months and months and months of seeing them on a weekly basis in order for them to open up to you and to trust you and you just gradually start to open that person up but it's so beautiful to watch them blossom so another one of my routines is i have a weekly coffee date with my friend rachel and we've been doing this for about seven years so this is prior to us getting married um we were we actually met in a discipleship group uh that i didn't really know anybody in the group she kind of new people and then at the very end of this class essentially that we did she was like hey would you like to get coffee sometime I'm like sure and um, we really hadn't got to know each other that well in the discipleship class so we started meeting on a weekly basis for coffee and it just blossomed into such a beautiful friendship I remember when we met our spouses and we were talking about them and you know in the early stages of dating, you don't know this person's going to be your person. And then we were in each other's weddings and we were two weeks apart in our wedding. So she had her wedding, went on her honeymoon, came back and was in my wedding. And so it's just been such a beautiful friendship. And there's been different seasons in all of that. So there was a season in there where she was teaching full time. So we couldn't meet on a weekly basis. So we tried to meet as much as we could. And you got to go with the flow. You got to go with whatever season that you're in and things change and you move and life looks different, you have different jobs, you have different, um, you're living different places. So it's just, you know, you make it work if you want to make it work. And if you don't want to make it work, that's okay. God will bring you new friendships in each season as long as you ask him and say, hey God, please, I need someone here, whether that's in your church, whether that's in a new job, whether that's in a new school, whether that's in maybe a mom group, whatever it may be, God can bring you the friends that you need in that season if you just ask him. So her and I still meet, um, especially this past year, last March, she found out she was pregnant. And so getting to see her on a weekly basis was just so amazing to watch how, you know, God blossomed this life inside of her. And now Violet is here and she's three months old and she's so precious. And so just now Violet gets to be part of our weekly um, coffee dates. And we're actually doing a Bible study right now. So there's lots of creative ways to meet people. And you never know what God can do with a friendship. Another one of my routines is I have a weekly breakfast with my friend Summer. 
um, the one that was on the previous podcast with me about friendship. And that is just something so beautiful that we get to do every week. And sometimes we laugh till we're crying. And sometimes we're just crying because life is hard. And then some weeks that we just talk about random things. And it's just, it's so awesome to hear what God is doing in each of our lives, to hear what's been going on. And maybe that other person doesn't see progress. And then that vice versa, you can speak into their lives and show them, well, actually, look at where you were last year in this spot, in this time. You were in such a different season, and God is doing this, and God is doing that, and they can speak that back into you. It's just, it's so life-giving to have routines. And COVID kind of messed with this, and I'm just telling you, you need friendships in your life. You need relationships. You need other people to help you on this journey because this journey would be way boring without people it's hard but it's so worth the time that it takes and the effort it takes to keep a relationship healthy and fulfilling another one of my routines is i've been meeting with a good friend of mine now she's more of a mentor um i've talked about it but if you haven't read the book godmothers by lisa bevere phenomenal book, but she talks about how you need a godmother in your life, a a spiritual mother, a mentor, someone older than you, wiser than you, who's walked through life and knows more than you. So that way you can talk to them and be like, hey, can I bounce this idea off of you? Or what did you do in this situation? Or how do I help my marriage? Or how do I help my kids? And how do I do ministry? Whatever it may be in your job, that person can really help guide you through all of the things of life, the beautiful things and the hard things. And so her name is Linda, and I just, I love her so much. And we've been, like I said, we've been meeting about once a month since November. And it's just, it's giving me so much life. And we laugh, and she's traveled all these different places. And so I get to ask her about that and just really hear all the ways that God worked in her li- and is still working in her life. And I love that I can come up to her. I saw her at church a couple weeks ago, and I was like, hey, um, I'm kind of feeling unsure about this. And she was like, all right, let me think on it, and let's get together, and we'll talk about it. And I'm like, thank you. I I love that God has placed her in my life for this season, and I hope it's for the long run. I hope it's for the rest of our lives and that we get to still meet together and have these joy-filled conversations about God. But If you don't have that person, you need them. And just pray that God brings them to you because they're out there. There are spiritual mamas out there that want to take you under their wing and help you. And they need you just as much as you need them. I'm talking to us younger girls. We need the older generation. We need the wiser generation to help us walk through life and just... They've been there before probably. They've probably walked through a similar season that you're in and they know how to get out of it faithfully and lovingly and come out on the other side stronger. Last thing I'll say about this is if you think you don't have time for friendships, you need to make time. Whether that's meeting someone for a class at the gym, whether that's a weekly dinner, honestly, it would probably take stress off of you of not having to cook. Or maybe that's just meeting somebody out. Maybe that's joining a group and stepping out of your comfort zone and saying, I need someone in my life. I need friendships. I'm by myself. And when the enemy gets you isolated, that's when he can do a lot of damage. Don't let him isolate you. 
let other people speak into your life and let other people just be there to listen and be there for you and help you. We have friends helping us move this weekend. I'm so grateful that we have friends that are willing to help us move. I mean, it's just that would be hard to do on our own. And so I am praying for you and I pray that God brings you someone specific that you need right now in this season. Older, younger, it may not be the person that you're thinking about. It may be someone who looks totally different than what you thought, who acts totally different than you thought, but God is like, this is the person that I want you to spend time with now. I want you to go to breakfast with them. I want you to go to coffee with them. Listen when he speaks. I promise he will. He spoke to me in the nail salon last week. This lady sitting beside me. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if anybody has talked to her today. So I was just like, I love your mask. <laughs> because now we, you know, compliment masks. And she's like, thank you. I made it for my granddaughter, but she didn't like it. And I'm like, oh, that that's so sweet. You know, she, maybe someone hadn't talked to her all day or they hadn't smiled at her. And she needed someone just to chat with her for a few minutes. That may be you today. And so I just really want to encourage you. Step out. You can do this. You're worth a really good friendship. And God will bring it to you. You can be such a good friend to somebody. Someone out there needs you. And you need them. So I really hope this encourages you today. I love you and I'm so grateful that you listen and I hope this encourages you to go out there, be bold, brave, and daring, and gain a new friendship. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Bold, Brave, and Daring is all about making you bold, brave, and daring. Like I say, because it's already inside of you and God wants to show that to you. So if you have any questions, please DM me, message me. I would love to hear your questions or about what God has done in your life. So let me know, comments, and I love you. And I hope that you have a wonderful week.